Good evening, everyone. Thank you for stopping by. This is George Watkins on a Sunday night. Thank you for your prayers and your support this past week. We have been busy doing some things. Also, I continue to work on some of my equipment. I've got some hang up somewhere in the system. I think there's a there's a devil working at it on us here, and I'm binded in Jesus' name. So we are back live tonight, and trust we'll be live this next week again. Well, we're entering into some exciting, <clears throat> exciting days ahead. If we've ever wanted to have a challenge, we have some challenges now as kingdom people and people of God. We're looking at the days ahead of us with the possibilities of some of the greatest miracles in our history as a nation and our history as Christian believers in this season of life. So keep your prayer bones, as they say, you know, your knees on the ground and uh, keep standing in faith. I believe God's in the process of turning this ship aright, and we will see some miracles along the way. Well, this is Resurrection Day, <clears throat> Easter, as we know it to be and call it that most often. Our little town where I live is going to have 250,000, maybe 300,000 visitors. Depends on the weather. This is our tulip festival season. And they make a big deal out of it for a whole month. We have massive fields of tulips. And at one point, we raised as much tulips as, as the Netherlands or Amsterdam and that region over there. Now, <clears throat> with that comes traffic jams and all kinds of uh, things that are a big nuisance to the locals. But that's what this Easter season is to us. For me, it's my birthday. I was born again 1950, and I am still born again. <laughs> Amen. I'm still resurrected. I'm still a child of God. What a deal that is. All these decades later, but God has proven himself over and over and over and over, and I continue to rejoice in his faithfulness his faithfulness. Well, let's talk about the process. What's Easter all about? Easter is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When the tomb was rolled away and he came forth out of that tomb, new, alive, he had been dead. He had ascended to the Father with his own blood, and the blood was accepted as a pure sacrifice, and it atoned for the sins of mankind. Now, I'd like to back up just a little bit. Matter of fact, all the way to the front and, and see this, this uh, story that played out in the first books of the Bible concerning Adam and Eve. 
Adam and Eve were created in God's image. They were destined to rule the world. They were destined to have dominion and, and subdue and multiply and fill the whole earth. They had the, a, a commission in, in similar fa fashion like you and I have. They had a kingdom dominion commission. And it was to take Eden, everything that was in Eden, to take it out and fill the whole earth with all the things that Eden, the Garden of Eden, the, the, the place where God dwelt, that corner of heaven that God established that garden in, and to take that into all the world and reproduce it. Well, we know what happened. Satan came along and they uh, committed high treason. And because of that, sin was passed on or, or put into the nature or at least the bloodline of, of humankind, men and women. So sin was passed on. Sin was given or made, you know, <laughs> made possible by one man, Adam. Now, all this all these prophecies and all the things that the prophets talked about, the coming Messiah. Matter of fact, the first prophecy had to do with that. When, when uh, God said that uh, there was going to be a, someone come to crush the head of the, of the serpent and to have dominion. That was the first prophecy that was given indicating the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Well, we come now to the coming of Christmas, that we celebrate the coming of the, of, the, of the birth, of the virgin birth with Mary. And then cycle around to th 33 and a half years, and we come to the death of Jesus, which we, uh, we had a commemoration on Good Friday, where he, he was crucified and put into the ground for three days. In that period of time in the ground, he went into hell and preached or into Hades where that reserve, they were reserved there until the, the, you know, the next season. And he preached to them and he said it led captivity captive. So there were those that came out of, of captivity and they showed up when Jesus was raised from the dead. There were hundreds of people showed up all over Jerusalem area and people recognized them because they were from the locale. <laughs> Boy, that's a big deal. Well, the resurrection of Jesus this Easter season then um, solidified, sealed, nailed it down as it, as it were, the covenant. The old covenant was gone, passed away. Jesus, when he was on the cross, he said, it is finished. That, mean, that meant all the old covenant that, um, that he worked, he came as the second Adam and fulfilled all of the promises of God. And that was all finished. Now, the new then, this new covenant called the kingdom of God, we, you know, we refer to ourselves and others refer to us as Christians or Christ-like, but really we are a new creature in Christ Jesus born again by the blood of Christ because of the resurrection. Many uh, holy men have died for their cause. Many uh, have come along and bragged about, you know, being the answer for mankind, and they died. None of them rose from the dead again. 
only Jesus Christ. And the reason we have the confirmation that Jesus rose from the dead is because he said, I'm coming back again in the form of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know I'm not doing away with the second coming. <laughs> People always get nervous when I talk like this, but I believe in the second coming. But I, I also believe that Jesus came in the form of the Holy Spirit when he said, I'll come again. And when I come, two things will happen. You'll be filled with joy and you'll be able to ask anything you want from me, the Father in my name. That happened at Pentecost. Okay, be that as it may, don't worry. Jesus is coming back again, according to scripture. All right. Now, then because of that, we celebrate this Easter resurrection and um, commemorate the sealing of the new covenant and the beginning of the kingdom of God. The illustration in Daniel, when the stone comes out and hits the mountain and or hits the, you know, the statue and the mountain grows and fills the whole earth is the stone that the, the, um, the that was carved this cornerstone. Jesus is referred to as a cornerstone carved out comes and hits the statue. The statue was, you know, representing the kingdoms, all those kingdoms in Daniel and including the big ones, Babylonian, the Roman Empire and all that. Well, this, this stone is swelling and swelling and swelling. It's the kingdom of God that's advancing and advancing. So in spite of all of the uh, doomsday and, and scary things that are going on around us, I contend, and I believe it's scripturally found and solid, uh, you know, theology that God wins in the end. I really do believe that. I don't believe that the Holy Spirit started something that he can't finish. <clears throat> I don't believe that the kingdom of God came to this earth and was established through Jesus Christ at this resurrection time. And by his blood, the, the, the sins of mankind were taken away. I don't believe that happened so that we could fade out and be taken over by, uh, you know, AI and all the technology and all the mechanics that are going on and the wise and the, you know, the smart men and all the big companies that dominate and rule and this mess that has come out of uh, the belly of the enemy. It's, it's, it's got the devil's fingerprints all over it. I'm convinced that will not win. Why? Because God's not going to quit until he has his harvest. He's not quitting until he has his harvest. <laughs> there was a, there was some old, there was a, back in the sixties when the Kennedy, when the, uh, Kennedys were in in the in power. <laughs> they had their time of ruling. There was a comedian that put out some some um, comic relief about them playing a baseball game, and uh, they said, you know, in this baseball game, the Kennedys they weren't they were going to keep playing until they went won. There was no strikes. There was no balls. 
and they were the umpire, umpire. I think about that when God's in control, he's the umpire. He, he counts the strikes on the balls. So nobody's, he's not taken, he's not, he's not losing the game, put it that way. Amen. Well, Sunday night's a good time to rejoice. I trust you had a, a, a time with the fellowship and the brothers and sisters on the morning hour. It's always a wonderful thing to see people you haven't seen for a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wrote a piece years ago about um, decorating the church so people would know, you know, they, you have to have the um, Easter lily and the Christmas decorations or they wouldn't know, they wouldn't know it was a church. Well, <clears throat> we're looking now into this next week as we celebrate tax time. And, uh, oh, you forgot? Well, you better get with it. The, the whole situation of taxes is another way that fear can come upon us. So let's trust in the Lord. This whole, uh, in our area, taxes keep going up. They have that wonderful gift of raising taxes. So what do we do? We have to believe that God supplies our need according to his riches and glory. I started paying gas in my car. I started driving when gas was 23 cents. Now, somewhere along the line, I had to believe God was going to increase my ability to pay for gas now, now that it's $4.23. Now, how do we do that? By continuing to believe that the resurrection of Jesus Christ made a difference and that he has promised us so many varied blessings and and different levels of promises from health to not not just wealth but supply when we talk about wealth we sometimes think about um, you know overabundance hanging it just we stack it around supply so you would supply our needs according to his riches. And he's given us wisdom. He's given us revelation. He's given us insight. And most of all, he's given us fellowship. One of the greatest gifts that I know and that I love is the fact that I can fellowship with the creator of the universe. And I can, anytime that I want to or need to, I can step into that chamber and call upon the name of the Lord. And he said he would always be there to relate and talk to me and heal me and relate and refresh my soul. So happy resurrection. I was uh, born again 73 years ago in Long Beach, California, in Berean Chapel. They had a... Um, <clears throat> Uh, they had a, 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 an Easter play and played the, you know, reenacted the, the sacrifice, the resurrection, rather. And at seven years of age, I went down to that altar and I asked Jesus into my heart. And I came back and I said, Mom, I got saved. Now, I didn't understand salvation. I didn't know the ramifications of the theology of all the power that came with it. All I knew is when I heard the message, I, the Holy Spirit convicted me that I needed Jesus Christ. 
and I accepted Jesus in a simple childlike manner with emotions, uh, you know, which is not, you don't get saved by emotions, but they certainly come along. And from that point on, I have learned how to walk and grow and be who God called me to be. Still learning, by the way. <laughs> Still learning. Well, God bless you all. We'll see you in the morning and happy Resurrection Day. Blessings to you as you enjoy the resurrection power of Jesus Christ in every aspect of your life. Everything that you're involved with now, there's the resurrection of Jesus Christ can and will affect it if you'll just apply it. So I release to you now. I release to you the faith to take a hold of something that you need that resurrection life in and apply it to your healing, to your finances, to your relationships, to whatever you are needing it for, for today. I release that into your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Well, we will see you in the morning, bright and early. Kick off the day with a great Monday broadcast. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his Holy Spirit continue to lead you into all the blessings of the Lord.